Welcome to the Inner Source Podcast, hosted by the biggest brain in Maine. Well, certainly the biggest head, it's Saucy Dad. Hello, beautiful world, beautiful people. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Inner Sauce Podcast. Episode lucky number 13, baby. Lucky number 13. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope your October is off to a fantabulistic start. I know mine, mine's been pretty good, you know, some ups and downs as, as life normally is, but we're off to a good start. I'm feeling really good, man. We had our best month ever in September in the, uh, the saucy fam universe, the sauciverse. That's going to be a new t-shirt. I already know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I hope the same is true for you guys, you know? I hope the same is true for you guys. The, the whole lot of whole lot of crazy going on in the world today. Like more than normal. So, I just hope you're uh, you know, staying centered, remembering what's important, remembering what you can and can't control. Remembering where you focus your energy can't be on the things that are out of our control. There's no point to that. You are wasting your precious minutes um, that are much better spent elsewhere. So just your little, your little reminder of that. And that actually, it's so funny how I do this. I literally, I never intentionally open with my topic for the day, but it always kind of happens that way. I suppose, I suppose it's because that's what's on my mind. So that's why it is the topic of the day, but whatever. Either way, I don't intentionally do that. But yeah, today I, uh, a lot of you guys follow me on YouTube and whatnot, but a a bunch of you do not have the, the human waste, pure toxicity app that is TikTok. And this is 1 million percent not a suggestion to go download this waste of life. (laughs) It is not. Does it do some good? Sure. Sure. But I think the bad far outweighs the good. So I've made my stance on TikTok pretty vocal. I've been, it's pretty well documented at this point. I mean, I got up to like 750,000 followers and then completely abandon it. I deleted it from my phone and I went about a year, pretty much 12 months exactly without posting anything to it. Cause I just, I, I believe, I believe what I'm saying to that extent that I just, I didn't want to be associated with it anymore. And it was, it's so poorly run. It's mainly run by pre-programmed bots and things like that, that are just so broken that as a content creator who tries to make quality content, it's absolutely 
torture. It is just torturous to try to build a brand using only that app. Um, I have since redownloaded it and uh, kind of changed my whole outlook and perspective. I simply use it as a tool now. I have 800, now I have 830,000, 830,000 followers on TikTok. So be kind of stupid not to use it, right? Um, trying to build the YouTube channel, trying to build the podcast platforms. Uh, it'd be kind of silly not to use it. So I am, I have been, uh, as of like two, three weeks ago. So long story, well, not really a long story short, I guess we're, we're pretty long into it now, aren't we? Um, <laughs> so I watched, uh, I watched some different videos from some content creators that I do appreciate and respect. And, uh, I just appreciate their approach to short form content. It's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, neither is long form content, but short form content can be very difficult. It has to be very captivating. The tendency for the audience to just keep scrolling is always there. You have to capture their attention in the first two seconds of them seeing the video. Literally, if you don't capture their attention in the first two seconds, your video is not going to get seen. They're not going to watch it 90% of the time. So I went through and I saved a bunch of videos for you guys that I just thought would be cool to, for one, advocate for these creators because I think they're using the platform the right way and for the right reasons. And for two, it's, uh, they're all really good talking points. So topic wise, we're going to be kind of all over the place, but that's all right. These are all things that we've touched on to some extent to this point in previous episodes. And, uh, I just love the way that some of these things are worded. Some of these people find ways to <clears throat> articulate things that I would never be able to find the words to match, uh, which is a big reason why I appreciate them so much. So hopefully they all clear, hopefully they all clear copyright. So I don't have to delete any of them, but there may be some cuts in this video. I don't know. Until I upload it, I won't know. Um, but nonetheless, for those that are watching on YouTube, I'm going to put a little, uh, I'm going to put my screen on the screen so that you guys can see these if you so choose to watch it that way. And for those that are listening via audio, that's the most important part. None of the visuals are not important for any of these, so. I should make that very clear. It is strictly what is being said here. But in some of them, there are um, like musical sounds that are being used. And oftentimes those are copywritten, copyrighted. I'm not really sure what the correct term is. You think I would, but I don't. Um, but yeah, some of those are have a copyright claim to them. So there may be some cuts in the video. Anyways. Anyways, before we get started, I do, as always, want to say thank you guys 
for all the support. Thank you for the listens. Thank you for the downloads on all the, the audio platforms. Thank you for all the views. Thank you for you guys that religiously watch this thing every week in its entirety on YouTube. I, as I've said before, I simply cannot put into words how much I appreciate it. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. September was our greatest month yet. We did over a million views with only 34,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's pretty incredible. That's pretty incredible. Um, the channel's at like 4.3 million views. Lifetime. <clears throat> we did... Oh, let's see here. We did probably four or five million views on TikTok in the two weeks that I was back on the app, which is, I think I uploaded four videos all together in those last two or three weeks. So I just want to say thank you guys. The, the YouTube family grew 6,500 subscribers in the month of September. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the support is extremely appreciated guys. And, uh, I'm so excited for this journey to continue. I'm so excited for what the future holds for us. I'm just going to, you know, continue with that mindset. I'm just going to continue believing that what I am doing, how I am doing it following my heart and my letting my intentions lead the way. I just firmly believe in my core that we're going to, we're going to end up exactly where I want to, which is making an impact. My, the number one item on my vision board to this day remains create change that continues to create change. Meaning I want to leave some sort of something. I don't really, I can't tell you. I even know what that is yet. I have ideas, but I don't know what that is yet, but I want to leave something, some sort of something behind that continues creating positive change in people's lives. Long after my time here has run up. Um, but yeah, man, that's enough about that. Just wanted to make sure I always tell you guys how much I appreciate you because without you there, I would not be sitting here. I would be doing something that I hated. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Um, this first one I came across and so a little, um, Man, words tend to just completely escape me. But a little backstory here. A few of these I saved strictly because they are points that I have attempted to make on this show, on this podcast, in previous episodes. And I felt like I just came up short in my wording of them, in the way that it came across. I felt like I could have done a much better job articul articulating what I was trying to say. And some of these people did a great job of doing just that. 
also, the bigger reason why I saved all these is because I've just been so shocked, like literally shocked at how many people I'm seeing think this way. I was, I couldn't find anybody that shared these opinions when I was on this app literally one year ago. One year later, I see it all over the place. I see it all over the place that people are really like waking up, waking up, waking up like humans have never done since whatever changed a long time ago, like a long time ago. So yeah, man. Um, and it's very interesting. It's very interesting to me how so many of these opinions happen to be shared by people who are also either depressed and an addict or at the very least have some sort of mental health issues. It's very strange that those of us that feel this, this way, which you're about to find out what this way means. Those of us that feel this way, almost every single one of us has some sort of mental health issue. I don't find that to be a coincidence. I don't find that to be a coincidence. I find that we just resent what humanity has done to the gift of life so much that no matter how hard we try to just get on that hamster wheel and fit in, it, it hurts. Like at the very least, it messes with us mentally because even if it's not on the front of our brain, even if it's not what we are currently thinking about subconsciously, it's always there and it's doing damage because we just don't believe in the life that we're leading. We're leading a life that we, that we don't believe in. I mean, talk about unhealthy, right? Um, so yeah, man, let's jump into this first one. This, this woman did a fantastic job in this. So, uh, let's go. And for those of you that are not watching on YouTube and you happen to be on TikTok, I'll just tell you the, the handles of these people's channels. This one is at, uh, <laughs> at, um, well, I'm not sure. I'll spell it for you. How's that? At E Y E A M. A M A N I Y A A K I L I. Not not sure what to do with that. So, anyways, here we go. We can't possibly think that life is waking up, running, chasing. To go get some money. To go back home. And give back the money. Like, I just be watching the cars and the traffic. Like, everybody going so fucking fast. Like, everybody going so fast to this destination of their job. To go get this money. To go chase this money. To go back home. And give it right back. 
Like, bro, you can't tell me this is fucking life. Like, you can't, you cannot tell me that's life. Period. Yeah. I, I mean, literally what I've been saying over and over and over and over again. Uh, and what she means, men, oops, what she means, obviously, when she says this can't be life, this can't be what life was intended to be. It, it just cannot. Again, guys, I apologize if some of these clips aren't there for you and you're, you didn't get to hear it like that one, for instance, had a background sound to it that very well may get claimed so i might have to clip it out for some of the um for some of the versions that you might see so uh yeah i apologize but nonetheless basically what she was talking about is this cannot be life people wake up fly absolutely drive so fast rushing to get to a job to make some money rush home to give back the money, go to sleep, wake up and do it again. She's like, this cannot be effing life. This cannot be effing life. There's no way. And obviously what she means is this, this cannot be what life was intended to be. There's just no way. There is no way. There's no way. And the, you know, the more I, the more I, see other people feeling this way it's like man do i have mental health issues like is it me that has something wrong with me is it me or is it wherever my soul has been in the past is just so saddened so deeply saddened by this world that we live in today by what being a human being means in 2022 i don't you know i honestly don't know when i think about my track record and how every job that i've had i've done so great at until i get to a certain level and then some miraculous thing happens and i screw it up just out of the blue you know just been completely kicking ass every day until all of a sudden I managed to just lose the job somehow or walk away completely more often than not. Um, is that because of mental health issues? Is that because, of, and it may be absolutely maybe, right? We've talked about that at length. <laughs> it absolutely may be. But I also wonder like, man, is, is that what's going on? Or is it that as soon as I get comfortable, my soul, my very being just can't stand that we're getting comfortable on this hamster wheel. And this has been such a negative trait. I have been judged for this as most people are, but are those of us that have this problem now, trust me, I know that that's not the case for everybody. Okay. I get it. Some people are just yeah, we're not even going to get into that. It's not the case for everybody. We'll leave it at that. But I don't know. I just don't know. I, I have to believe that some of us that are smart, great work ethic, great intentions, great heart. Why, you know, this thing that everybody else can do. Why can't we do it? 
I, I have to believe there's a deeper reason. There's a deeper meaning behind why we can't just settle in on the wheel like everybody can. You know? So like I said, we are going to be jumping around on topics. This is nothing to do with what we just talked about. This is, however, something that's very important to me as a man, as a father. Um, I'll just let you guys listen. Hopefully there's no sound. I don't remember if there's a sound in this one, but um, I'll let you guys listen and then we'll talk about it. Most men, most men will only experience unconditional love from their mothers. And some of us don't even get that. Most of us have never even felt appreciation or respect without conditions or hidden intentions. We don't know what it sounds like to hear, I see you and I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're here. You really make a difference. Yet the expectation is to constantly be displaying the strength and love that the world is hesitant in conveying. We're expected to have a thick skin but get judged if it turns to a hard shell. The first step in being a We're expected. Well, let's bring that back again. I want you guys to hear this again for the people in the back really make a difference yet the expectation is to constantly be displaying the strength and love that the world is has the expectation is for us as men to constantly be displaying the strength and love that the world is hesitant in conveying to us hesitant in conveying we're expected to have a thick skin but get judged if it turns to a hard shell the we are expected to have a thick skin right no feelings. Don't ever show your feelings or you are weak. Okay. Have a thick skin, but the second it turns to a hard shell, that's not acceptable. The first step in being a man is ignoring the hunger. Because yes, boy, you're going to be starving. Starved of attention. Starved of affirmation. Starved of love. Starved of being told that you are enough. Step two in being a man is comfortability with replaceability. You are only as good as you are useful. You are only as valuable as you are needed by others. Should there ever come a day, boy, where you fail to provide everybody with a smiling face, then do not be surprised when they say all men do is take up space. And you are swift. Most men, and you are swiftly replaced, is how he finished. I mean, man, Th this, I mean, we are jumping around in topics, right? But at the same time, man, do they tie into each other, right? Man, do they tie into each other? I, I this, this whole thing that has happened to the man in the world, the, the man in the house, just the male figures of our world. It's, I mean, it's insane. The only time we will ever experience unconditional love is from our mothers. And some of us don't even get that. That was his opening words of this um, poem that he wrote. Most men, most men will only experience unconditional love from their mothers, and some of us don't even get that. Most of us have never even felt appreciation or respect without conditions or hidden intentions. We don't. Yeah, I mean, most of us have never experienced appreciation or respect <laughs> without conditions or hidden intentions.
I saw a very similar video to this from Chris Rock. He did a whole set about it in more of a, a comedy light, but he made the same point. He said only women and dogs will ever experience unconditional love. A man is only loved on the condition that he provides something. And you may be rolling your eyes out there. You may, you know, depending on your age and the world that you come from and where you grew up and how you grew up, you may be rolling your eyes. But I'm telling you, this could not possibly be more true. So, yes, we're jumping around on topics, but at the same time, when you combine the message from the first girl and then combine that with this, I mean, how are you supposed to not have mental health issues as a man that feels how the first woman felt? Put yourself out in the world that exists today, feeling with, believing, completely believing, not even willingly believing just it is who you are it is your being you you feel it in your core imagine feeling like she does your whole life and also being this new version of the male figure or not even really new because i this has definitely existed for a long time why do you think men have always had such hard shells Eventually, we just, you know, event, we don't, we're not going to let you continue stabbing our heart. So yeah, we're going to build a shell and, you know, we're just not going to let anything in anymore because it, it hurts after a while, you know, and we're, our natural reaction is to defend ourselves. How do we defend ourselves? We don't let you affect us anymore. And that's, that's scary. That's a scary place to be. When you're at a place where you are choosing and actively living in a way to not let anybody affect you anymore, I mean, that's dangerous, man. That's dangerous. But the alternative, the alternative is equally as dangerous. But again, this is exact. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is uh, this is all a product of what humanity has done to the gift of life. This is all a product of the world that we live in today. I don't want this to all be doom and gloom. Okay, um, that is maybe certainly one thing that we're not we're not going to do today, because ultimately. No matter what we just heard, no matter what we are yet to hear, no matter what we are yet to talk about or already have talked about, no matter any of that, it is still our choice. That is the most, the most single, most incredible thing about life, about being human is we get to decide. We get to decide what affects us. We get to decide where we focus our energy and the perspective that we have on life and how we decide to live life. Free will, baby. I mean, you got to appreciate it. Okay, so 
don't hear these things and use it as an excuse to curl up in a ball in the corner of your room. Absolutely not. Don't, don't let these things win. Don't let these things win. You are so much more powerful than any of this crap. Just because it's true does not mean you have to cower to it. Just because it's true does not mean you have to let it win or manipulate your puppet strings. Okay? Be your own master. Be your own master. Take those strings back. Cut them off. Do something. Get out of them. Okay? Because you are the ultimate decider for you. I try to stress this so often in my content. Your life is your life. Nobody's going to go in the ground with you. Nobody came out of the womb with you. Even if you're a twin, you came out alone and you're going to, you're going to leave alone. So, I mean, come on, man. Don't let anything but you decide how you live your life. Now, some of the stuff we're talking about dictates certain things that we have to do, which is why this is a topic today, right? But don't let it win. Don't let it win. Put your bull horns on. Put your head down. Okay? Tighten your belt and make it happen. Make it happen at a, at a pace where you can enjoy your life. You know? This stuff can't win if your priorities are right. This stuff can't win if you are... If you are leading with intentions, if you are leading with your heart, this stuff doesn't stand a chance. Just because it's true does not mean it has to, you have to cower to it. This next video is a great example of that. Let's hear what this guy has to say. I absolutely loved the way he put this. Maybe we're all sick, tired, and depressed because we are completely removed from nature. We're completely stripped of our true nature. We're living in fake boxes, in fake environments, with fake lighting, doing bullshit jobs, shit we hate, eating fake food, watching fake news with fake people. We're completely out of our element. We have been ripped from the Gaian womb and thrust into this hellhole. And now is the time that we wake up and we get back to nature and we trust in nature, not the assholes in Washington. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. And that's, you know, I think one thing I have always believed this in my core, but the thing I've struggled with is how do you, how do you live that way when you need money for everything? I can't, I can't, I would die. I mean, just to hunt, you know, I suppose, like I've said in the past, if I was still single, not a father, didn't have anything, anybody to support, then sure, I could decide to just leave the grid right now, you know, grab some stuff. I mean, really all you need is a, a knife of some sort to make weapons and just head out in the woods. People don't realize that's still absolutely possible. Like, you know, you have to find land to do it on that's legal, which is also BS, but nonetheless, it is absolutely still doable.
if you really have it in you and you really want out that bad, it is still an option. There is still fish out there. There is still animals out there. There's still all this stuff, still things to build a little shelter with. You know? But I that's this has really bothered me my whole life because I feel this in my heart, man. I just as soon as I was old enough to know better, it has just driven me nuts. It's driven me mad even. And I mean that literally. It has driven me mad. Like, this cannot absolutely refuse to believe this has this is what life was intended to be. No way. You really believe I was meant to have, what, an hour? An hour a day with my kids? What am I supposed to do with that hour? What What is the best thing to use that hour for? I mean, who cares? Because it's not enough to do it all, right? That That's most people's thinking. And it's, it's kind of hard to get out of that thinking, to be honest, because it's like, man, what's the point? I have an hour. What am I going to teach them? Versus them learning right out of the womb for their entire life how to live how to be a good human being how to be spiritual how to how to give back to the earth how to appreciate life the opportunity to even teach that anymore is is fleeting teach my kids to garden to farm to be a parent, to be a lover, to be a, a provider, to be a homemaker, any of this stuff. They, they sure don't teach it in school, right? I mean, they don't want people to know that. They don't want people to be too smart. I think that's, if you don't believe that, then you're just not paying attention. But anyways, so yeah, I absolutely love the way he worded that. And I just, I could not agree more, man. But again, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to let it make me cower. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to put on my boots. I'm going to put on my gloves. I'm going to put on whatever I need to put on to, to make sure I, I take control of me. You're, you're not going to win against me. You're not. Whether that be out of pride, out of stubbornness, or just out of drive. Call it whatever you want. I'm leading with intentions, I'm leading with my heart, and I know what I want. I know what I want my life to look like in my eyes, and I know what I want who I am as a person to look like to my kids. Specifically for motivation for them and guidance. Not even motivation, for guidance for them. Man, you think this world is confusing for you and I. Think about them. Think about the world they're going to be living in. It, it's already here. It's only going to get more confusing. You know? It's only going to get more confusing. It's so important that we that we give them a, a solid, completely stable light to, to point their compass toward while they figure out who they are and what they want to do with their lives while they figure out what's important to them, help them, help them by 
making sure they know what's not important. Help them, help show them what is important, you know? Give them, give them something to point that compass at because they're not learning it in school. No school, by the way, they're not learning it in school, period. Not the life that I'm talking about. Not the life that I'm talking about. The life I'm talking about is not in a textbook. It is, it is the opposite of a textbook. Anyways, let's go to the next one, guys. What is a conspiracy that you believe? Ooh, oops. So hold, on, hold on. What is a con- this one is really good. So I really want you guys to listen to this. Now we're kind of, uh, now we're kind of talking about, we've accepted this world that we live in. Okay. This is talking specifically about money. All right. I want you to think about this now. I can only hope that I have enough money sooner than later so that this is something that matters to me (laughs) as of right now. It doesn't matter to me, but it will. I know it will because I'm going to make it happen, you know? So yeah, listen to this, listen to this very carefully. What is a conspiracy that you believe in? Having money doesn't make you rich. Having money makes you poor. If you keep your savings in money, then that money gets eaten away by inflation, which is why the rich do not have money. They have debt and they have assets, and they use that debt to buy more assets, and then they leverage those assets to borrow more money, and then they use that money to buy more assets. This constant lending puts more money into circulation, which causes more inflation, which eats away at the value of the money supply, and also in turn raises the value of their assets. Inflation is literally a tool built into the economy to facilitate the rich stealing from the poor. What is a conspiracy that you believe in? Did you hear, I mean, did you hear that? Now, I have some very intelligent people in my life. I have some very intelligent role models, people that have made great lives for themselves. And I've honestly never had this put to me in a way like this, that it just, it hit me that hard. Like it was that obvious, you know, everybody has different ways of learning and different words hit everybody differently for whatever reason, the way this kid worded this or this man worded this really hit me. It just, it registered immediately. And I was fascinated, fascinated by it. I'm going to let it play again. Listen really carefully because he talks kind of fast, but listen very carefully. Okay. He, it's two videos, but he's answering another video. If you don't know what TikTok is, basically it's called a stitch. So he saw a video, somebody asking, what is a conspiracy that you believe in? And then he answered the question from that video with his own response. So here we go. What is a conspiracy that you believe in? Having money doesn't make you rich. Having money makes you poor. If you keep your savings in money, then that money gets eaten away by inflation, which is why the rich do not have money. They have debt and they have assets, and they use that debt to buy more assets, and then they leverage those assets to borrow more money, and then they use that money to buy more assets. This constant lending puts more money into circulation, which causes more inflation, which eats away at the value of the money supply, and also in turn raises the value of their assets. 
Inflation is literally a tool built into the economy to facilitate the rich stealing from the poor. Yeah, I mean, I really don't have much to even say that he explained it pretty well, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I, you don't have to look very hard, okay? You don't have to open your eyes very wide to see that what I'm saying is absolute fact. There is absolutely no reason that one human being is born and gets to live every single day of their life doing whatever they want while 99.999999% of everybody else does something they absolutely hate for their entire life and then retire when their body isn't in shape anymore, isn't agile enough anymore, isn't healthy enough anymore to do all the things that they wanted to do their entire life. When they were athletic and young enough to do it, they didn't have enough money. As soon as you have enough money, your body can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. That's just not what life is supposed to be. It's just not. It's absolutely just not. There's no reason why there's a handful of people that get to absolutely do whatever they want while everybody else is just a bunch of little worker bees, just a bunch of ants. So unless you want to go live in the woods, we have to play the game. And if you're going to play the game, you might as well be good at it. You might as well know the rules that they're not telling you. You might as well know the rules that they're not putting in the rule book. Because they apply to everybody, whether we know about them or not. This guy is telling you the rules. Okay. And that, that's kind of the crazy part about today is yes, it, it, listen, I will be the first one to tell you it sucks. It absolutely, I, I could not agree more, but at the same time, there is more options to make money today and make good money today than ever before. And it's not going anywhere. The internet's never going anywhere. None of this stuff. Content is king. You look at all the people that are doing the best right now, all the content creators, all the, everybody that is creating generational wealth which you're, you know, you're talking the one percenters people that aren't celebrities, but are creating independent wealth. I mean, generational wealth content is King, man. Content is King. And there's just so many things that you could do. You, you don't have to ever grab a microphone. You don't have to ever look into a camera. There is so many different things. Open up any of these applications and just search how to make money. I'm telling you right now, there, there is too many to list. You would spend weeks just watch, just looking through the videos, not even watching them, just looking through the video titles, trying to find one that you liked. I know girls that sell pictures of their feet for more than doctors make. And I mean that literally never had their face on camera never talked into a microphone. N nobody knows who they are. They literally sell their feet pictures. Now, what's wrong with the people buying them? That's a whole different episode. That's a whole different podcast, actually. That won't be on this one. <laughs> but man, 
the options are endless. So I do think, although the the hamster wheel is a very real thing, I do think we have a very unique opportunity that is still very new to do something we truly love with our life if we work at it, if we are willing to build it. It's scary. It's hard. A lot of times you have to have a certain amount of breaks. You have to have support. You actually, you absolutely have to have support. You, it's very rare unless you happen to, I mean, yeah. So you either need a break or you need support or sometimes you need both. I luckily have an incredible opportunity speaking for myself only where I was able to, to really build something for myself because of my situation, because of the support that I had, that I have, you know, this is not, if I didn't come into some money or win, you know, win something or whatever, I wouldn't have been able to do this. I would have had to put in a, I, I wouldn't have been able to do this, you know? I was about to say I would have had to work for 10 years and put away money. You can't even do that. You can't put away enough money to do anything. The the, the generations before us swear you can because they could. Well, they could also have the dad work, have two cars, have a house, have three kids, have a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, yeah, they live paycheck to paycheck more than likely. Or, like I'm saying, or they did all of that, the exact same scenario, and were able to put away money if the dad had a decent enough job. That's not a, you, that is just not a thing today. You can't. You absolutely cannot. We have three kids. I spend half my mortgage every week at the grocery store. And that is zero exaggeration. So, you know. Be very careful how judgmental and what you what you assume people should be doing that they aren't. Be very careful with that, okay? Especially if you don't have kids in your home and you're not in that entry-level job and you're not just starting. I'm telling you right now, just starting out with a family today, I mean, man, we got ran through the gutter and our beginning was 12 years ago, you know? It's way worse now than it was 12 years ago. So anyways, again, we are all over the place today, guys, but, uh, these are some really good topics, really good topics that are just rewording things that we've already discussed on previous episodes. So let's check out the next one. So this is, interesting. <laughs> this is very interesting. This is something I'm not going to speak on much, just that is safety, but here, I'll let you listen. So this is interesting to me. Black and Latinx teachers, we'll come back to that, get a major victory with an $835 million payoff from a discrimination lawsuit. Now, if you're like me, your first thought was, why is this article using the word Latinx? It's literally a racist term. 
But that's not the point of this video. Your second thought was then, wow, how racist were these people to where they had to pay somebody $800 million? What could they have done? But apparently we have gotten to a point in society where it is racist for white people to pass a test that black people can't. We thought that participation awards were getting out of hand. This is ridiculous. Somehow, 93% of white test takers passed the test compared to 53% of black and 50% of Latinx of the same exam. Now, I had to read this article multiple times, but there was nothing wrong. They just failed the test, and that is racist. So, th And this young man, if you're not watching on, the, on YouTube, this young man is african-american i just i that that blew me away 850 835 million dollar lawsuit because only 53 percent um and only 53 percent of people that passed the test were black and 93 percent of them were white for real i just couldn't even believe it well, I said that incorrectly. 93% of the white people that took the test passed it. 53% of the black people that took the test passed it. And I forget the figure that he gave for, the percentage that he gave for um, the Latin folks that took the test. But really? Again, this is all manufactured thought processes. They're literally telling you how to feel. Every time you listen to a song, every time you watch a TV show, every time you look at your phone screen, you don't have any idea that it's happening, but you are being told and programmed how to feel. You are. When you're presented with a situation, it always depends on how the person looks, the color of their skin, the fact that we're all human beings. I mean, that, that is so lost, it's not even funny. That was lost years ago. But I just, I thought you guys had to hear that. That's, uh, man. 2022, baby. Alright, here's a This is pretty interesting. Now, I'm all about a good conspiracy, okay? I think most, that's probably pretty well documented by this point. But I gotta tell you, whenever there's facts to go along with the theory, that, that makes it not so much a conspiracy it makes it more uh enlightening and terrifying check this out if you if you're not watching this on youtube he has a map and i'll explain it after he speaks world map of dementia so just look at this really quick soak it up here's another world map of alzheimer's in dementia america well, north america in australia south america got it pretty bad now let's take a look at this. What countries allow fluoride in their water? Hmm. North America, South America, and Australia. Huh. Come on, guys. Wake the fuck up. Fluoride is not to fucking help your teeth, bro. Well, a lot of you guys ask me, well, what do you do to get fluoride out of your water? This is a Berkey filter, and it has fluoride filters, and it has filters for chlorine, chloride, and all that shitty shit. So, yeah, something like this costs... 300 bucks but bro your health is fucking wealth prioritize your well-being because no one else is going to no one gives a flying fadoodle all right here's no one gives a flying fadoodle yeah uh dementia and alzheimer 
Alzheimer's. If you're not looking at this map with me on YouTube, just Google it. Google map of countries that have fluoride in their water and then compare that to the map of dementia and Alzheimer's. The U.S., Canada, I mean, they are literally completely red, meaning the worst. Mexico's green. The U.S. is blood red. Canada, blood red. I don't know. I don't really have much to say on that, but just, you know... Some people still refuse to believe that the government would ever do anything to harm you. Are you joking? Are you joking? Are you joking? Dude, open your eyes. I mean, what, you know, what else do you have to see? Did you guys see? (laughs) Oh, these smokes. I don't think it's in here. I I totally forgot about it till right now. Did you guys see the video about Illinois? And what takes place in Illinois January 1st of 2023? In in 90 days, basically. Less than 90 days. There is a list of offenses that are no longer detainable crimes. I completely thought it was fake. I'd be totally honest. I saw it covered by like two or three different content creators. I just rolled my eyes and kept on moving. There's no way this is real. There would be an outrage. People would overthrow the government. Something would happen. And what do you know? The next one I see is from the mayor. The mayor sits down. and You could tell he was very angry about it. And he listed off just a few of the crimes that are no longer detainable, meaning they don't even need bail. They, they, they can get arrested brought to the station, but as soon as they're charged, they leave. They leave. They leave that night. Part of that list, kidnapping, trespassing, harassing a public official. Oh, 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 oh. Murder. Murder. Brought to jail. Instantly sent home. Aggravated DUI. Brought to jail, instantly released. What? What are they, what could they possibly You're going to tell me they want the best for you? Are you joking? Chicago? Can you even imagine the poor officers, the poor police department in Chicago if they don't all retire before the 1st of the 1st of the year, which I would not be there. You couldn't pay me enough. You couldn't pay me enough. That's a death sentence. Are you joking? The mayor said, literally, this is literal. He said to all homeowners and business owners, you need to know this. If somebody is trespassing, there is nothing we can do. We can write them a ticket, but we cannot remove them. He said somebody could literally move into your shed. The most we can do is give them a ticket. So we can ask them to leave. But we don't have to make them. Are we? Sorry, we can ask them to leave, but we can't make them. What? 
in one of the most ridiculous crime areas in the world? Like, what is the goal? What what happened? Why? What is, you know? What? what? I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I think that that's, word- that's pretty scary, if you ask me. So, uh, this next one is something to do with a topic we already went over. But again, this girl was very well spoken and she worded it in a fantastic way. So I'm going to let you guys hear it. Here we go. I think that the worst manipulation that we have been taught to believe is that we have to work ourselves into the ground in our young years so that we can retire when we're old. They have created the perfect system to use up our lives and then give us a treat when it's over. We watch our lives slip away, but we're told that it's okay because you worked up in the company. You got a raise. And that money will be so amazing when we're too old to use it. Well, it's time to change the narrative. Life is happening now, and I refuse to waste any more of it. I think that... Nothing else needs to be said there. We just talked about it. I wasn't gonna. Oh, yeah. And this is along the same lines, but from the kids' perspective. Check this out. I wasn't gonna, but now I'm gonna. Let's watch this clip together. Something about forcing my kid to get up for school before her body's ready to get up for school doesn't make sense to me. Like, why does my kid have to be in school by 8 a.m.? She's five years old. Let me know. Like, this poor kid is tired. So in case you couldn't hear her because the audio is kind of quiet. Somebody explained to me why I have to wake my kid up to be at school by 8 a.m. Why do I have to wake her up before her body is ready to wake up? She said, this little kid is tired. She said, let me know. I'm tired. Long story short, the whole thing's a scam. The only reason they're there at 8 a.m. is so that we can continue to have hustle culture so that the worker bees of the world don't realize that they are being used in work so nuclear families disappear so that the family work dynamic doesn't work so that we have people constantly getting divorced because of the stress that they have to endure plus kids plus the unfairness because everybody wants everything to be 50-50 but in reality life doesn't work that way and it really shouldn't work that way in your house. But... We're shoving our kids off so that they have a babysitter and then we're calling it school because they need that many hours of schooling, which they do not need. Plus, your kid does not need to go to preschool. They do not need to go to kindergarten. They do in the United States need to be registered at some sort of first grade, whether that is homeschool, online school, hybrid school, charter school, public school, private school, whatever kind of school that gives you the okie dokie artichokey. And that is usually between the ages of six and seven, depending on where their birthday lies. Short of that, your kids don't need to be there. But school started at eight so that the parents can get to work by nine. And then they have after school care, which in some schools is actually an additional charge. Go figure, but you have to pay it because you're at work till five. So if you don't pay it, then who's watching your kid? So if your kid leaves and they get on the late bus, if you have buses where you live and then they get home and then you're home and then you hang out with them for like what, two hours and then it's dinner, bed, and then cycle, repeat, wash, (laughs) send them off again. Yeah, these kids are tired. When I was in school in the 90s, even up to kindergarten, naps were mandatory. These were hour to hour and a half long down times for children. Now they're not even in preschools. They're not even in daycares. Nope. Not even mandatory naps. Nope. These kids aren't sleeping. And the audacity of parents to not recognize that they need sleep, that they need downtime. Like, it blows my mind. Parents talk about how tired they are. So if you as a 35-year-old individual... Hypothetically, you're 35. Are tired as fuck. 
after eight hours of work, plus needing to get up to get ready, plus getting there, plus coming home. What makes you think a three, a four, a five, a six, a seven, an eight, a nine-year-old isn't tired too? The logic is missing for me. They're growing. You're not. Yep. And yet we will fight to keep these kids yep. up and awake. And we want to know why they're crabby, why they don't listen, why they're stubborn, why they're obnoxious. Y'all, there's no reason for this. And the more we continue to let this happen, the more we continue to not talk about how this hustle culture is affecting the mentality and emotional, not to mention physical, health of our future and our children. Yep. The more we'll continue to drown in it and we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is what she didn't mention that I wish she would have is, yeah, I, she said the audacity of parents to not recognize these kids need sleep. I don't think that's it. Maybe in very few cases, but m most people wish they could let their kids sleep, but we don't, you know, we react the way we react because of the stress that we're under. We have to get to a job. And when we get home from the job, we're so exhausted and beat down physically, mentally, or both. It's just, it's so hard. And these days it's, you absolutely have to have both parents doing that, right? I mean, it, it depends, but nonetheless, it, it's not even a choice. Like our instinct of reacting a certain way has been beaten out of us by the world that we have created for ourselves. But I mean, it is insane. My daughter, my youngest started in school when she was three. Now this woman just told us you don't have to legally have them in a school until first grade, right? How many of us are going to do that? It's not because we want to wake our kids up at eight at 7 a.m. starting at three years old. And then guess what, guys? Wake up at 7 a.m. at three years old. And for the rest of your life, you're on a schedule. How much fucking sense does that make to you? How much fucking sense does that make to you? Sorry. I usually try to keep it PG, but like, come on, you know? It pisses, like it literally pisses me off. It makes me so mad. All of my kids have been on a schedule since they were three years old. Now, I, I suppose we could have waited till first grade, but you know why we start at three years old? My wife has never worked since we've had our kids. That is something that I take pride in. That is something that I, I refuse to have my kids raised by somebody besides their mom. If I can't do it with her, at the bare minimum, it's going to be her doing it. So that has always been the case with us. And there's another reason that I'll get into in a second. But yeah, like th th there's, there's no other, there is no other option. There is no other option because if you wait till first grade, <laughs> they're going to be socially behind. So we start at three years old to equip them for first grade through 12th grade and beyond, right? That's everybody's. Well, you got to get them in preschool. You got to get them in preschool. Go make some friends. Go get used to being social. Go get mixed into all the groups. And of course, that's encouraged but it's only encouraged because of what's necessary moving forward. 
it's because of first grade through 12th grade and beyond that three years old is the starting age. That is absolutely absurd. Kids are away from their mothers at a, a couple months, a month old, two months old, depending on how much maternity leave the woman has. The kid is in a daycare from two years old, and then they are literally on a schedule for their entire life. We think slavery is gone. We think slavery was ended. We... <laughs> And the second reason why my wife doesn't work, I just want to touch on this real quick. Now, we have always, since we had our kids, we have had to have food assistance. We have had to have insurance assistance. There was for like a six year stretch in the 12 years we've had kids that we didn't have any of that because I made too much money. And it was, it was harder for us then than when I'm barely making enough money and we get the assistance. How much sense does that make? My wife literally does not go to work because it would cost us so much more money than she would make if she did. She could dedicate 40 hours a week of her life and we would be in a worse financial position at the end of every week than if she were to stay home. Nobody wants to work anymore. Dude, do you know anything about what you're talking about? Look into it a little bit. If you have two kids, three kids, I mean, I would assume probably one kid at this point. But I'm going to tell you right now, I have three she goes to work. We're screwed. We are screwed. Absolutely screwed. Between food and health insurance, I wouldn't, I couldn't pay a mortgage. I couldn't pay a rent. I couldn't put gas in a car. Are you joking? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like it's, it's unbelievable. It is literally unbelievable how just we all live stretched so razor thin for so much of our lives until we get our shit together, AKA get settled on that wheel. You know, it, I mean, it, I'm doing something I absolutely love and it still pisses me off because 99.9% of people are not. Like the things that my wife and I have considered doing for income, it's, it's embarrassing to even remember we had those thoughts, but for all my younger parents out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, why are we working so hard when people that just break a few rules make so much money and are at home 80% more than we are? Now, again, I want to make sure I bring all of us back to center, okay? Because, like I said earlier, all of this stuff is true, but it's still, after all of that, after all of that, me getting all riled up, you probably getting all riled up, it's not 
a lost cause, okay? We're still alive. Life is still amazing, right? The fact that we get to, to love, to be loved, eat food, have relationships. I mean, all of it is still amazing. So let's, let's bring ourselves back in. I'm going to do the same thing with me. Let, let's recenter and just remember. I, I literally have to do this because my, this is how my brain works, whether I'm talking into a microphone or not. I just happen to be vocalizing this right now, but I'm always thinking this shit. Okay. Always. I constantly, constantly have to recenter myself and just remember it's all about perspective. I have to make sure I lead with intention and my heart and just make sure that I am living every day and pointing my energy, pointing my energy rifle, okay, my energy barrel where I want it to go. Things that I don't believe in, things that I have resent for, well, they get a minimal amount of energy. You know, if it doesn't improve my quality of life, I, I really don't care. I, of course, I have to play the game, right? I'm not going to drag three kids out into the woods. I'm not, I, I'm going to play the game, but I'm going to do it with my intent. I'm going to do it with, with my heart guiding that compass. I don't know, man. You just, uh, yeah, all this stuff is true. You don't have to look very far to know that. But like I just said, I don't know. I don't know. Just uh, find your way. There's no, there's no universal answer for this, but I do strongly recommend, suggest, I am, I am begging you find a way to have some sort of reminder multiple times a day if you need it, which most of us do. Most of us that are this conscious of the world we're living in and those of us that feel how I feel, which I'm now learning is a lot of people, we need a reminder multiple times a day to recenter, not let any of this stuff that really doesn't matter affect how we feel. Because although it might feel like it, it is not a lost cause. Being alive and being in this world is still, after all of this, an absolutely amazing gift. We have no idea what the alternative, what the alternative is. Now we think we do. There's a whole bunch of theories about what that, what that is. But the fact of the matter is we have zero clue. Right? We have no idea. So while we're here... Man, just be happy. Just do your best to, to constantly remind yourself of all the great things in your life. Okay? That is the best habit that I have learned throughout this little self-healing journey that I've been on is, and not to sound like a, you know, a hippie or anything, because I'm far from it, but at the same time, it's, it's helped me so much to just, just simply go over real quick how many things I'm thankful for. The fact that I can look at you guys and see you with my eyes. I can read these comments. I can interpret these comments and understand what they mean. I can feel their emotion 
and I can make them feel mine by responding with the words that I can type out or say back to them. I, you know, I can get up and run downstairs and hug my kids. I can mow my lawn. I can, you know, the list is endless. If, if, if you focus your energy on that, because as we're finding out, not that we didn't already know, but as we're talking about the negative list is hella long. Hell yeah, it is. But so is the one that is things to be thankful for. There is nothing, nothing too corny, nothing too, nothing too minimal to be thankful for. Everything, everything is amazing. Everything good in your life is amazing and it's not owed to you. None of it is owed to you. So appreciate it, respect it, honor it by not losing sight of it. That is the only way to appreciate, respect, and honor all the amazing things in your life is to not lose sight and take them for granted. Be thankful for them, you know? I don't walk around preaching to anybody, you know what I mean? But in my head, every single day, this is the number one greatest thing that I've started doing for myself in the recent three, four months is every single day running through a quick list. And I don't do the whole list every day, but I run through the top of my list every day without fail of the things that I am so thankful for. That's how you center your mind. That's how you, Steve Harvey worded it great when I, I, he's actually the one I learned this from. And he said, this is how I coat my mind from negativity. I put a coating, a protective coating on my mind from negativity. How I do that is I run through a list of the things that I'm thankful for. He didn't say it in those words. Those are my words, but that's, that's the point of what he was saying. Guys, I'm telling you, if you take anything away from any of these 13 episodes, I, I pray that that's what it is. I'm telling you, we, we talked about it before. Write yourself a damn vision board, okay? Don't type it in your phone. Write it down. Try to get to 300, okay? You're not gonna, it's not a sit down and do it in 10 minutes exercise so that you can wake up rich tomorrow. That's not how it works. Grab some paper, think about it. You're gonna have to really think about it. Write your vision board down. Try to get to 300 items, okay? And find some way to remind yourself every day. Maybe you have to set an alarm at first until it's a habit. Find some way to every day run through the things in your head that you're thankful for. You have to coat your mind from negativity because man, it's a, it's a friggin' negativity tornado as soon as you open that door. As soon as you open your phone, turn on the TV, do anything. It's, I mean, it's, it's right there and it's gonna slap you in the face. You might as well protect yourself from it, okay? I'm telling you, man, you have, that is the, the single greatest thing that I have done for myself. So I really hope, I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how happy or sad you think you might be. There is nobody that won't benefit from this. Not, not a single person will not benefit from this. You will all benefit from it. So please, please do it.
I don't know if I have any more here. I think I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. So <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to include this one. I probably should have waited to to rant until after this. But you know what? It It's all good. We're all coded from negativity, right? We're all protected. So I'm going to let this play, okay? This guy's very positive. He puts it in a really nice way. But he is, uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, to give you the context, this man got a comment on a video, okay? This person said to him, you, you guys would be the ones who completely misrepresent Christ and don't understand his word. That's who you are. Okay? This is his response. Now again, guys, I don't, I don't ever, literally, I don't ever want you to get the idea that I think I know better or that what you're doing is wrong or you should change. I don't. It means nothing to me. If you're, like I said earlier, and I believe this with all my heart, if you're doing with what, if you're doing whatever you're doing with great intent and with your heart, then you're not doing anything wrong. Okay. This is simply a very interesting perspective on something that has been super prevalent in my life since I was a little kid. I told you guys I was put in a Catholic school at first grade. It's all I've ever known. I had religion, religion class. I literally had religion class with a nun from first grade on from a sister. Okay. So I just want you guys to hear this guy's perspective because this is very interesting the way that he worded this. Well, so first of all, uh, I used to be a conservative Christian and I used to work in the church and I taught his word for 15 years worldwide. So trust me, I know his word. So let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, where did this word come from? Do you even know? Was, was the Bible just dropped from the sky? Is that what happened? <laughs> no. You just don't know because you go to some silly little evangelical church and you just literally regurgitate whatever was told to you. But the reality of the situation is that the Bible wasn't even around for close to 400 years. That's right. So what happened to uh, all those Christians for 400 years that didn't have the word? What happened? See, this is what you don't understand. When Jesus came, uh, the Christians that were following him, they expected him to return right away. That's right. They didn't think it was going to take thousands of years. And so they had, they had nothing in the way of like teachings as far as like the word or rules or anything like that. They were running around joyous uh, because they thought Jesus is coming back. But the problem is Jesus didn't come back. That's what the problem is. You can look in St. Paul's writings, for example, in his early writings, he was expecting Jesus to come back. And it wasn't until he got old he started to think about his own death and he was like, oh shit, Jesus isn't back yet. That he came up with the ideas of heaven and hell, which he stole from the Greeks, specifically Plato. Okay? And this is how the word came about. There were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters and, uh, and books about Jesus. And what happened is that the church, which was the Catholic church at the time, decided, well, this one's inspired, this one's inspired, this one's not, this one's not, this one's inspired, and they created the canon of, of scripture. That's what happened. And how do you think that these men, and yeah, it was men, how did they pick those Bibles that were gonna be, or those letters that were gonna be in the Bible the word. How did they do that, do you think? Hmm. Maybe they picked the ones that uh, bolstered the things that they wanted to do. 
so that they could control the people. That's exactly what happened. And anybody who didn't ascribe to that were, were labeled as heathens and heretics, and they went and killed them and slaughtered them and repressed all those writings. That's what happened. That's the Bible that you carry around thumping everybody with right now. You have no idea what that Bible is. You don't understand it at all, and you definitely don't understand the history of it or the church or Jesus, who would roll over in his damn grave if he saw what you Christians were like today. Well, so first of all... I mean, <clears throat> short of... Uh, I'm going to see if I have any more. I don't think something so. Something that looks very... Nope. That's just my handsome face. So, something that... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, basically everything short of the, the slaughtering and killing them that's all still in the world today. That's all still in the world today. That's all still right in the heart of everything that divides humanity. Again, because that's how you're made to feel. You know, it's just another, it's just another domino in the, the little row of things that are stacked up in, in your mind, in your life, things that you, things that you digest that just tell you how to feel about other people. You know, you don't have to go to some place every Sunday to be spiritual. You absolutely do not. You do not try to picture the times when this story happened. Okay. Try to picture the times there, there was no big fancy buildings to go give money to that. You know, this money not now again, it's a little tiny bit. I get that. Okay. I'm not saying people are going broke. My point is we just got done talking about the valuable time we are investing in this money. Now the person that gave us this life wants to take that back from us every week. Yeah. I'm, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No matter how little it is, I don't believe that. Uh, so no, you don't have to go someplace every Sunday to be spiritual. I, I refuse to believe that. I don't believe that. And I apologize if you do again, no disrespect. I don't want you to change anything you're doing because of something I say. I am 1 million percent uneducated. I'm just some simple minded guy from Maine regurgitating my opinions onto a microphone. I, you know, don't change anything you're doing because of me. This is simply the way I think, the way I feel, the way I live my life. I, I have, I, I used to go to church two, three times a week, every week, had religion class every day. I learned a whole lot about this stuff. So that's why, you know, when people try to push it on me, it's like, I, I, I've been there though. You know, I'm not, you're not exposing me to something. I haven't invested dozens upon dozens, probably thousands of hours pondering and thinking about and learning about. I was there when you weren't, you know, I was there every day, every day, literally every day besides the summer vacation and weekends. Right. So my, my point to all this, and I think his point to all this, this guy worked in the church for half of his life. Okay. He used to, he used to do what he is telling us not to do. Something along the way made him realize that what he was so engulfed in wasn't what it seemed to be on the surface. 
there, there is absolutely no right way or wrong way to be spiritual and to be thankful and grateful and to pray and meditate and whatever your methods are of staying centered and, and showing gratitude for life. You know, you have to thank something or somebody for life, for, for the things you have in your life. You can't call up your mom and say, man, thank you for my health. You know what I mean? You can't call up your mom and say, thank you for, for this amazing weather today. You know what I mean? So yes, be spiritual, be thankful, show gratitude in whatever direction you find fit. But don't think you have to put on some great outfit and look a certain way and go to a certain place and, you know, kneel when he says this and sing when he says that. You don't have to do any of that to be spiritual. You, you absolutely do not. Okay? So don't don't be made to feel that way. You can you can pause this video or shut it off for all I care. Shut it off right now. Take a knee or hell. Just close your eyes and boom. You are right where you need to be to do your praying, to be spiritual. Anything you want to know about the Bible or any of the religions is right in the palm of your hand. If you're listening to this right now, you can literally look up any of that stuff with the click of a button. You could have it read to you. If, if that's why you go every Sunday, get it on, get it on audible. Now, again, not telling anybody to change what they're doing. Okay. I do not want this to come across that way at 1 million percent. Not uh, structure is great. Routine is great. Doing something you believe you're doing for the greater good is great. So if that's why you go, please go, go four times a week. Makes no difference to me. I'm just giving my thoughts on what this guy just said. The, you know, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. And the Bible that as it stands today is included in this statement, nothing can be taken as um, nothing, nothing can be taken as the end all be all. That book was put together by a man. It was put together by a human being that was born and that died just like you and me. Now, what he just said makes a lot of sense, right? It was compiled of all the best stories, the stories that pushed the narrative that they were trying to push. And anybody that didn't agree, well, they just did away with them. Now, it's certainly not that extreme today. Better believe it still is in some countries, but not here, luckily, right? But do you think the person that created all of this or the God that created all of this, created you, gave us all life, do you think that's what he wanted? I, I don't think so. It's kind of hard to teach somebody when you just kill them for not understanding or not believing off, off the jump. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's how that would go, you know? So anyways, man, that's all I got for you guys today. That was good. I don't think we'll do that many every week, but I do think um, having a video or having videos helps, uh, helps inspire me, helps keeps me, not that we were centered today, but helps keeps me centered, you know? Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, 
all positivity, all love. I want the best for each and every one of you guys. I don't want you to feel like you're doing anything wrong based on my words, okay? <laughs> I am simply here doing what I'm doing to try to inspire, to try to encourage, to try to remove doubt. Things that I have always wished I could do for myself, you know? You got it, man. You got it, guys and gals. You all got it. Coat your mind from the negativity. Open that door and live your life, okay? Live your life. Don't take yourself or anything in your life too seriously. Don't ever lose sight of the joy, the love, the, the passion. Just... Just live life and love it, man. Love it. You don't have to do, you don't have to do anything that somebody said, that somebody wrote in a book. You don't have to do any of that to be a good person, okay? You don't have to do any of that to, to live spiritually, to, to love, to be loved. Be you. Be yourself. Do what feels right, okay? Do what feels right always. And you're going to be just fine, man. You're going to be just fine. Set yourself up. Set yourself up for a little mental reminder every day to coat your mind from negativity by going over your list. Okay? You don't have to do the whole thing every day. But I'm going to tell you right now, I benefited big time from writing a list as long as I could of things that I was thankful for. It, like I said, nothing can be taken for granted in that list. Nothing. Because you have to think if you took that little quote unquote simple thing away, it wouldn't be so minor, would it? My ability to, to walk. You took that away. Man, is my life different. Man, am I all of a sudden. Man, am I all of a sudden very spiritual about the ability to walk, right? Don't wait. Don't wait for that. The same way you can't wait to be thankful for your kids. Is being thankful for having them. And then being thankful for your kids' health. Their ability to see. Their ability to hear, to taste, to walk, to love, to be loved, to to converse with people, to build relationships, to go to school, to, you know, make friends, to inspire. I, I'm just shooting from the hip here and I'm giving you quite the list. I'm telling you, it's a great exercise. It's an amazing way to start the day or, or at least just do some time before you expose yourself to the world. Think about it as your armor that you need before you go into the world. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you don't do some form of that already, you will absolutely notice an amazing difference in your quote unquote luck. The longer that you do it, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, uh, probably two months ago, I guess two months ago, I was looking at my vision board completely head hung low, super beat up on myself. Like, what am I doing wrong? 
I try to be such a good person. I try to lead with intent, with my heart. I, I just try to be a pure-hearted, good guy. I try to be the best father I know how to be. I try to be the best husband I know how to be. And man, nothing on this vision board is anywhere near coming true. Here we are, literally less than, probably 45 days later. I just had the best month we've ever had. My The goals that I set for the end of this year are all right on track. I just couldn't see it, man. I literally just couldn't see it. Just believe in the process. Believe in yourself. Coat your mind from negativity and charge on, baby. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Uh, I really appreciate it. Lucky number 13's in the books. I don't know. I, You know, they ask me every time I upload one of these if th what season this is. And obviously it's still season one. I, I suppose I should look at other shows. How many episodes are normally in a season? Or do people do it like annually? Will I go to season two after New Year's or something? You know, I don't know. I don't know. If you know, by all means, edumacate me. Edumacate ya boy. Anywho, ladies and gents, I don't know about you, but I feel good. Um, I feel ready. My kids just walked through the door from school. I'm going to go down there, kick them all in the shins. I'm, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Or did I? <laughs> I'm going to go down there and I'm going to give them all humongous hugs is what I was trying to say before my, uh, before my toddler mentality took over. I'm going to go give them all giant hugs, ask them how their day was, see how my son's doing. I didn't even tell you guys about that yet, but my son's got both legs casted. Um, he was born with club feet and he hit a growth spurt over the last couple of years, few years, four years probably. And then COVID happened. So they've, his legs kind of went like really far back into where they were when he was born. We, we all thought doctors included that he was going to need surgery, which just completely gutted me because the success rate from that is not great. Even today, man, I don't know how, where my stance is on miracles, but if I've ever seen one, it's what's going on with his legs right now. It's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's still hard. He's got two casts on both. His legs are casted. You know, he's an 11 year old boy in school. So not the easiest thing in the world, but it's not going to be long lived. You know, and when it's done, he's going to be, oh my God, I, my wife and I have cried so many times over this. We're just literally so excited for him. So, you know, the last time, the last time it didn't really affect him, he was like six or seven years old that, you know, life is much different at 11 than it is at six or seven. You know what I mean? So we're very excited for him. I'm going to start coaching football just so that I'm there with him. He's going to play foot. He's always wanted to play football. He's never been able to. It's just, it's a very emotional thing. Super excited. So I'm going to go see how his legs are feeling. Go see how he's doing. And, um, yeah, go love on your families. I'm going to say it again. Coat that mind people coat that mind. Okay. You got to, you got to.
Anywho, that's all I got for you, people. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all of the support. Go check out the merchandise. I released some of the Inner Sauce um, shirts and sweatshirts on my website, saucydad.com. Go check it out. There's two different versions. There's one with my my mug on it, and then there's one with just the logo on it. And then uh, I also released some spooky season merch for the YouTube channel. Saucydad.com, that's where you'll find that. Or go in the description of this video, and there is a link tree. Click on that, and that's where you can find literally everything that I do. My Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, Patreon, which is really cool. The Patreon's a lot of fun. We have a watch party every week. That's where I uh, can kind of let loose a little bit more because it's not policed with copyrights and things like that. Um, what else? I think that's about it. If you're not already, go check out the YouTube channel, man. Go, you know, come watch these videos if you can, obviously the audio version is much more convenient oftentimes, but you know, if it's doable, come hang out, come watch the YouTube video. And, uh, especially on a day like today where I played some stuff, you'll actually be able to see it. Uh, so maybe it'll, um, have a different effect. I don't know. I don't know. Either way. I love you guys, man. I really cannot thank you enough for all the support, for all the encouragement from each and every one of you that, shares positive words that says these amazing things to me after they hear these shows. It's, it's everything. It's, it truly is everything. So thank you. And I'll see you guys episode 14, man. I hope you have a great weekend. Have a great week. And yeah, I'll see you next Friday. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Stay safe out there, huh? Peace out. Saucy fam.